From the depths of the internet, welcome to Overworld FM episode 2. I'm John Arco, I'm your host tonight, and here with me tonight are... Edward Reardon, you're also not the host of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And also the least socially awkward in the group, obviously. (laughs) Uh, Robert Arco's here. Max Mejia. Cool. And we're all dead. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, right. We're all back from the grave. Um... How are you guys since we've since we met? I'm good. Good. It felt like like ages ago that we. Did you guys listen to the to, to the episode? Of course. Yeah. Oh, good. What did you think? Yeah, I totally. It's did. a good pilot, but we can always move. We have so much to we have so much to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> and so much to improve upon. Yes. Okay. So, like last last episode, we're gonna start off with a quiz. Oh, good. Yes. Good and I hear that this one is more uh, well because Tony won. Tony destroyed you guys last time. (laughs) He destroyed us, so we're obviously going to win. Or I am. I'm going to win. So I'm going to tell you the normal names of famous people, and you're going to tell me who they are. Um, Like, we were talking about this earlier, what is... um, Stephanie Germanata is Lady Gaga. Yes. It's it's just like in my blood that I know that. That's not her (laughs) name. Wait, what? (laughs) You think Lady Gaga is her real name? (laughs) So that was Lady Gaga. Gaga was her real name? Well, not this Lady, is my mother Martha or and Gaga. Bill Gaga. <laughs> it might be foreign, you don't fucking know. <laughs> okay, you see why I'm going to lose this? <laughs> so I'm going to start off easy. Olivia Cockburn. <laughs> okay, I have Olivia no Wilde. Idea. Yes, sir. Olivia Wilde. Yes. Oh, do we just have to shout it out? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Sorry. Well, she was in my top hand. ten for a long time. That's so fair. I knew who she that's was. <laughs> Alright. Terry Bolia. At least I think that's how you pronounce it. Terry Bolia? How yeah. do you spell that? Uh, B-O-L-L-E-A. It's like Ebola without the E. Uh, Terry? T-E-R-R-Y? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I want to say Rip Torn. Or like Meatloaf. Hulk Hogan. Oh, really? Hulk yeah. Hogan. All right. Hulk Hogan. Okay. Reginald Dwight. Hmm. One of you should get this. You. Oh. Ah, <laughs> I know this. Can you give us hints? Uh, an artist, like a, a musician. A musician. Yep. Still Reginald musician. Reginald Dwight. Not who I was thinking of. Oh, Tom. is it? You already said it. Nope. What did you say? I was gonna give a hint. Okay, good. But only one person will get. Uh, our family has seen him in concert. Oh, oh, um, freaking Elton John. Yeah, that's Elton okay. John's real name. Really? Really? I had no Did idea. Really Elton John? Yeah. I'm much worse at this than I thought I was. All right. So that's that's one for you two and none for Edward. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm not gonna count Tony's because I'd give him a hint. I am blown away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go on, Peter Hernandez. That sounds familiar. Um. Maybe I know Peter Hernandez. Hernandez. So obviously, like, is he? He's also a musician from Fall Out Boy. No. No. Okay. Never mind. Hernandez. Obviously, he's Russian. Peter Hernandez. Bruno Mars. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Ramon Estevez. Um, Charlie Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Ah, what Charlie is Sheen? Sheen? Do I get like half a point? I'll give you half a point. Okay. For that. I knew it was one of the Sheens. You I knew got the Estevez. The yeah. There's a sheen somewhere. Maurice Micklewhite. 
Oh, I'm so bad at this. I love this one. No, I'm so bad at this. Is it a meatloaf or rip torn? No. Okay, then I don't know it. Max, you have a guess? I don't. Michael Caine. Really? Yeah. What's his name? Maurice Micklewhite. Wow, so British. Yeah. Very British. The most British. Alright, I've got high hopes for this one. Amethyst Kelly. See, that's a stripper name. How is that a stripper name? What kind of Kesha are you going to? What? Kesha? Iggy Azalea. Oh, Oh, fuck Iggy Azalea. (laughs) Fuck Igloo Australia. I have no idea who most of these people are. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to skip one and come back to it because it'll lead into a, a story from Tony. Oh, good. Oh, Robert Van off. Winkle. Is it Rip Torn or Meatloaf? No. Is, are they on your list? No. Okay, damn it. <laughs> Robert Van Winkle. Robert Van Winkle. I get a hint. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Alright, right, that's your hint. Turtles 2. Like the live action? Yeah. Michael Vanilla Bay? Ice? Michael Vanilla Bay. Ice. Vanilla Ice's name is Robert Van Winkle. Weird. Wait, which live action were you talking about? The The Secret of the Ooze. Okay. Yeah. Ninja, go Ninja, Ninja, go, Ninja, Ninja, go, go, go Ninja, go, go Ninja, go. Okay, no, stop. <laughs> stop, Ninja. Karen Johnson. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Yes! <laughs> oh, good. Okay, so that, who won that, though? Uh, Max did with two and a half, points. and I got literally zero points. Yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna win." This. He was the only one to have. Points. I got this. Tell me. So Whoopi Goldberg. Tell the group. Yeah, tell us the story, Jones. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You tell the story. Stop drinking. Don't avoid. Oh, this. Let's see. You want more black magic in there? The public. No, must I don't know. think so. Black magic's a run we ended up getting before the show, guys. Mm-hmm. How much was it for? A, Eighteen dollars for almost two liters. Gross. It's alright. <laughs> so we were walking into this King Supers, right? And there was this, like, cop off to the right. Nope, don't need to get all nothing. detailed. Well, there was a cop. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about the mm. Fallout 4 DLC uh, contraptions, and I um, I knew what they were called, but I accidentally said they were Whoopi Goldberg machines. <laughs> <laughs> They are rude Goldberg machines. Rube. Rube, Rube excuse me. Not, they're not rude Goldberg <laughs> machines. They so are, we're both wrong. They are rude See, when they capture mice. Yeah. They, so, right. Rube Goldberg Rube, machines. excuse me. I was not Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can, I, can, I knew what they were called, but I fucked up. Uh, well, I feel like I feel like that's one of the things that you hear when you're like six years old. You just always think that in your head, and then you're yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, no. wait. <laughs> oh, you get to be an adult, and you're like, oh, that's not what that is. Oh, that's <laughs> speaking of which, that leads me into um, this thing that I was thinking about the other day um, because someone at my work. I, I get so I get people that recognize me at work all the time from school because. I was in theater a lot, and, like, the main person in all of the plays and shit, and so people keep recognizing me. I'm, like, Littleton famous, so. Um, He's humble, too. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, now, like, I was, I, I would always, like, sing and dance and act and shit, and now I have absolutely no intention of doing that, and so it got me thinking about talents that we used to have when we were kids 
in elementary school, middle school, high school, and then now you just don't even act on it. So, like, what is something that you were super duper into? Like, for example, I was, like, child piano prodigy. Wow. And, like, now, like, you were like, oh, play me something. And I was like, I used to know a bunch of stuff, and now I, like, can't even play for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's just over time, I totally lost it. So, um, do you have anything like that? Yes, but it's not as cool. Go on. I can't binge play video games anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just comes with growing up. You can't stay you're up like, as late. Because now I'm an yeah. adult and I don't, I don't wanna. Like, you gotta I, work. That's that's just what I really like about Overwatch lately. Is because it's one of those Overwatch and um, what was the other game that you had me? Battleborn. Battleborn. Battlefront. Battlefront. Mm. Yes. The other battle. Because when you said. When I was telling you about Battlefront, I was like, should I get Battlefront? And you're like, you can, you can only play it for, like, maybe an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. And I totally lo- dig that. Like, that's the type of game that I want, and which is why I love Overwatch, because I can play it for one hour, maybe two hours at a time, and then just be done with it for the day. Because that's all the attention span that I have. And that's, like, like certain games now, like, I like the shorter experiences. Right. Where I don't, I'm not putting 70, 80 hours into a game. I can put, excuse me, 15 Right. And I'm done. We're like 15 of it and I can move on. Exactly. When Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, I'm shelling out 70 hours of gameplay. Okay, that. yeah. That's, I'll be, that's fair. I'll be a hypocrite. Regardless. What was the last game that you played that you put like a really significant amount of time into? Dragon Age Inquisition. I put 90 hours into it. Wow. I still need to put 90 hours into it. Dark Souls 3. <laughs> how, how much did you put into it? More than I'm willing to divulge oh, right now. Come on. I think I've got at least 60 hours right oh, that's now. That's not bad. That's not bad. I no, think considering put, my adult life, though, it sounds like I, a lot. I currently have over 360 hours logged into Team Fortress 2. Oh, he wins. Okay. I, yeah, he wins. I put 150 into Skyrim. Still wins. What do you think of the remaster that's coming out? I, well, so the Steam Summer Sale's happening, and I almost purchased it for my computer, because it was $10. Oh. And I was like, ooh, that's a bad wait, idea. I'm not going to rebuy Skyrim. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy Skyrim. Is there, wait, so there's a remaster? Yeah, a complete, yeah. like, HD. Yeah, like, and then on consoles, it'll be have uh, mods, too. The remaster on one? consoles? And then the just, like, follow up. Yeah. I want Dang. the Macho Man Dragon. <laughs> I want no, Thomas the Tank Engine Dragon. Toot, toot. <laughs> do you guys, awesome. so back to the original thing, do you guys have talents? Tony and Max? Do you have any talents at all? What do you have? Talents that you have like, <laughs> gone by the wayside, excuse me. So when I was younger, um, and my parents made me go to church all the time, uh, I was in the church choir. Oh! And so I sang a lot when I was younger. Really? What part did you sing? Uh, well, you were uh, like little boy. Yeah, I was. Max. <laughs> So can uh, we do a duet? Well, see, I hit puberty. Can we do a duet? <laughs> I hit puberty, and I don't think my singing voice is as great anymore. Mm, now you're one of those deep singers. No, it's it got, my voice got much deeper. <laughs> Como esta? <laughs> what song is that? Uh, esta corazón. There is by <laughs> the pinches y gatos. Yeah, for anybody that actually speaks Spanish, I apologize on his behalf. I'm sorry. You were. Uh, which leads me to another thing. So you, um, what was the last game that you were able to, so to speak, 100%? Uh, 
Do you, never ever, do, you, do you ever do that? Have you ever done that? I got before? the last game that was close was Lego Jurassic World. Jesus oh wow, Christ. really? Yes. yes. Lego games are so hard to one hundred percent though. Yeah. They're crazy difficult and it requires a lot of time. And before that it was infamous second son, because you can one uh, pretty much one hundred percent that game in fifteen hours. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. easy to do that one. I know because I watched you. <laughs> <laughs> I got rum in my eye. Oh, <laughs> oh, honey, no. I feel like that's the... Oh, it's not the or... first time I've said that. No, I was, was going to say this is the origin story of a pirate. <laughs> I got rum in my eye. But no, one of the talents, the only talent that I can think of that when I was really good at when I was young was I used to be able to crab walk inhumanly fast. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I feel yeah. like, like it's scary. I feel that... like that was useless even back then. No, no. <laughs> It was amazing. <laughs> amazing and useless are different things. I've People lost my ability to not play sports because now I can kind of play sports decently. What sport? Ultimate Frisbee, mostly. <laughs> Up top. Thanks. I Appreciate played that at lunch during work today. Really? I, I hate done. his job. <laughs> we you make cardboard cut robots. Our, we cut our work day early and we had beers <laughs> and snacks and played Ultimate Frisbee for uh, one of our guys who's going away. <sighs> I, I'm actually really, really good at Ultimate Frisbee. You fucking paid play. for it. We should totally play Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. And Frolf. I'm pretty good at I Frolf, hate Frolf as well. I've never really played, though, but I just hate it. You've never Frolfed? Because I don't like the Frisbees. You're so like, small? Yeah. yeah. And there's the different types. And there's, like, different types you have to get you. Like, my, my Frisbees need to be weighted. Okay. Like an actual Frisbee. Like I, like, I like playing Frisbee in the dark with one of those light-up Frisbees. I have one. Yeah. Another thing that I was able to do when I was little and I can't do anymore is hula hoop. I cannot hula hoop anymore. I have lost my ability to hula hoop. You just gotta move your hips more. That's a damn shame. It yeah. really is. I can't even. Have you seen those like videos of of hoopers and they like have their hula hoops? Do you need me to pull this up right? Not now? right now. It's like uh, I'm it's okay like to tricking watch or like it's like tricking or whatever or like I think hardcore, so. but just like <laughs> doing crazy hula hoop shit around your body. Like, there's right. this one that the chick was doing, like, literally, like, 15 hula hoops on her body. Oh, yeah. And she just looked like a demented, And that's, like, slinky. a thing. Like, that's, people She's that. the, the human hoopapede. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get out. You're <laughs> kicked out of the podcast. Well, so, we're accepting new members. So, this kind of... So, so if you've lost something becoming an adult, have you gained something as an adult? Adult with quote, air quotations. <laughs> Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, I am still a five-year-old baby. I like photography now. Okay. Yeah, you said yeah. you were getting into that lately. Yeah, like, I really like my camera. Even though it's a little tiny baby camera, I want, like, your type of camera. Like, you giant. can always borrow mine, too. I have, like, a pretty decent oh, really? SLR. Yeah, because yeah. I want to bring a really nice camera up hiking and get some nice pictures. They're really nice. Yeah, I get some really nice shots with my camera. Yeah, I definitely have a much larger appreciation for art and a much m more want of an of, of to make the time to do art. Because mm -hmm. like it, when you're in school, you always have that opportunity to be creative, um, or well, I'm, in in a sense, because you're around people that are all doing the same thing as mm -hmm. you, and mm -hmm. you have art class and PE class mm -hmm. and music class or whatever um and so you have more of an ability to actually do that but when you're an adult you work and you come home and you play video games and you try to be creative and be productive and so it's really i think it's really hard for me um and something that i really struggle with actually to not 
be creative 100% of the time. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to, I, to fight myself to actually make the time to actually gain the energy to create something, because it feels good when I do, you know? Like, even if it's just a silly, like, little spray painting or doing the globe for our logo. Are those while I'm... spray painting? Yeah. Jesus. Those are spray That's painting. Nice. Yeah. You um, should post the picture. I should. I should. Yeah. I'll post the picture. Edward's got some of his art. Yeah, on the wall. Yeah. And see, um, like, with me, like... If I'm not creative for a while, like, I'll just have, like, a creativity explosion. Right. <laughs> like, I'll be at work and then just, bam! Like, there's ideas in my head and I'm like, I need to put some of this down. Like, oh, yeah. I'm crazy. And I think this podcast especially, when it's... Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it, or just, like, being able to get with friends every week or every two weeks to just do something to create it for the sake of creating it mm-hmm. is my absolute favorite thing. It's almost healthy. It's No, I mean, it is. Yeah. It absolutely yeah. is. Because if you're if you're it's not cathartic. creating something, if you're not putting, mm-hmm. and I think that's I think we've talked about that in the past. I know you and I especially mm-hmm. have John, um, but I think um, so we we always thought like, what do you want to do before you die? Like, what what's your kind of overarching life goal? Even if you don't really know what occupation you want to have for the rest of your life, and we're always like, we want to have something out there in the world. We want to have like our name on a bookshelf or have our, like be able to like google our name and see something that we have done at one time in the past that's not a crappy old myspace picture exactly right because you can still google great. <laughs> <laughs> you can google edward reardon and you'll find my myspace picture and you'll find the ed reardon that runs a radio show in england <laughs> awesome yeah Very um nice. but yeah so that's kind of just uh, something that I, I, I think about on a regular basis is am, am I actively trying to create stuff that's getting put out there in the world on the internet that someone's going to be able to find and go, oh yeah, he did that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's like a really, really important thing for me. I like cooking. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, do like, you? Yeah, I like your tacos. I like actually enjoy too. the art of cooking. Like the like the act of cooking. Mm. Yeah, when you make something like really really good, you're just like, I kick that. Like those today. fucking cookies that I made. The badass yeah. cookies. Or Dr Pepper cupcakes. Those are good too. I yeah. love Dr Pepper cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to what you were saying long time ago about uh, 100%ing games. Yeah. Um, have you heard of Metroidvania? Yes. No. The type of, of, so, of game. It's like where you have an open area to explore, but things are locked off it's like for you to get items or abilities, and then you can go back. I showed okay. you one earlier, oh, Tony, yeah. like Metro. in the Blind Forest, which is okay. why, that's why I showed it to you. So we could Does talk it about, necessarily um, have to be 2D? Or? No, not necessarily. I think Fez... Fez would be considered a Metroidvania uh, game. Very, because you have to go all over the place. You have to go all over the place. It's, forth, it's basically forth, open yeah. world, but there are things that are locked off to you. Um, I played a game called Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that game tight. was fun. It was a Metroidvania game. Metroidvania comes from Metroid and Castlevania. Yeah. Two really old... Really, really old! They're not that old. <laughs> They're, they're relatively similar type of games. Uh, relatively similar type of games, yeah. Where it's uh, it's semi-open world, but there's like places that are un- are locked for you because you have to get certain power upgrades or whatever. 
um, insanely twisted shadow planet was you are a little UFO and you're um, you like lose all of your weapons and items and stuff and they get scattered like underground and so you have to go deep into the planet to all of these different crazy like worlds and try and find all of your your power upgrades and then um, defeat the final boss that's that's kind of it's a very standard um, way of, of doing it but um, I think it's kind of a lost art form in a sense because you don't hear about Metroidvania games happening very often there's actually one of the I think it's uh, his name escapes me but the developer of like one of the original Castlevanias has a Kickstarter really for a Metroidvania game hmm so would you consider the new Doom kind of Metroidvania absolutely not well, it's just it's got that the locked in the keys. Well, yeah, stuff. this is more like I get the rocket launcher, I can blow holes in walls. Okay. I have the morph ball, I can turn really tiny. It, it requires a lot of backtracking yeah. because you can so skip a lot like of places. Lots of lots of backtracking. Exactly. So yeah. you can skip a lot of places that require a bomb, like that you don't have. Like so, like Legend of Zelda, if you are going past places in Hyrule Field that require like. A bomb, and you don't have any bombs. You got to find a way to get bombs so you can get that like power upgrade, and then you can unlock all of the things that you've passed mm-hmm. before you. Um, so it does require okay. a lot of backtracking. You okay. have one consistent overworld. Title ah. drop. Roll credits. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Bye, everyone. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but you can. Uh, so it's. I think it's kind of a lost art form because you don't hear about a lot of them. Uh, the latest one that I heard about was Ori in the Blind Forest. That was released mm-hmm. in 2014. Um, that's two years ago. Wow! Thank you for the math. <laughs> I honestly think that's more associated with like quote unquote retro gaming. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one of my favorite types of games, mm-hmm. and I wish there were more that existed. Um, Axiom Verge, I hear, is a really good. What's retro that? Game. It's a Metroidvania. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a retro art, like, uh, graphical, just Metroidvania game. I hear just good things about it. Yeah. And uh, we're recording this on the last day of June, so July is coming, which means Pokemon Go. The world is going to end. I hear very good things. I am um, going I'm so excited. You are never going to see me again. I'm just going to like travel across the country. Working at different Starbuckses. I've already told John that we're climbing as many 14ers as we have to until I find an Articuno. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be on top of Everest. <laughs> can I can I Pokemon nerd out with you, Max, for a second? Absolutely. Did Do you I... see the new Pokemon releases for Sun and Moon? Yes. The one caterpillar that's like a box. <laughs> I'm gonna Google this. Like, I what have to box. see? <laughs> Wait. So I'm gonna look these up. So out of the ones that you choose, you don't choose the one that looks like Trump's hair. Wait, no, what? I don't. I don't. I, cho- I choose the Pokemon box. Trump's I mean, hair. I have my issues with Pokemon designs. Um, you get a lot of people that complain about the newer Pokemon games uh, not having a great Pokemon design, especially when you have Pokemon like Vanillax, who's literally an ice cream cone. <laughs> Is that um, the Trump's hair Pokemon? That's the Trump's hair Pokemon. Oh, I forget God. his name. It's like That's a young ferret. goose. Yeah, it's like young a ferret. Goose, yes. <laughs> like a mongoose. Where's <laughs> this box caterpillar? That's okay. what I want to um, But, you know, you have earlier generations. Oh my god, back. what is that? <laughs> These, it, the article is titled, These New Pokemon All Look Terrible. <laughs> oh my god, it's it a box. It looks like a bus. <laughs> they found the box caterpillar one. <laughs> Oh my god. Is this the box caption, it's, it says, it's literally just a box. <laughs> 
It literally what the fuck? This looks okay, like, that one looks oh like... Oh my god, a, it does look like the, the never-ending story. Never story. <laughs> Alright, so, just to make a bad joke with the Caterpillar one. Step one, cut a hole in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it has, like, spiky teeth at the front of the box, so what, that doesn't sound like fun. What is it? Like, where's his eyes? Because there's the windows. two different things. The windows are the eyes. what are the, the things? Horns. Cheeks. Oh, we'll, cheeks. Oh, we'll thanks. post pictures to our Twitter Absolutely. so you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> kind of transitioning from there, there have been rumors Jeez. of like a Pokemon movie coming out. And what? it got, gets me thinking... A Pokemon live-action movie. So it got me thinking of uh, <laughs> oh, live-action video game movies. In my opinion, there's been no real good one. Unless you consider Scott Pilgrim vs. the World a video game movie. I do. I love Scott Pilgrim. Uh, well, which came first? The... Chicken the Pilgrim graphic movie. novels okay. came first, and then Scott Pilgrim, and then the game. Okay. Um, so, but like I said, in my opinion, there's been no great video game movies. Mm-hmm. What is your guys' take on it? Hmm. Well, well, let's think about some video game movies because I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. If you say Mario Brothers, I will throw this glass <laughs> at you. Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh god. So I think. <laughs> So you know how when a, a movie comes out and it's based on the book, everyone's like, well, it's like not as good as the book because you get so much like character depth, like mm-hmm. all of this. I think it's another level of that because you, when you play a video game, you associate with the character. It's like you bond with it because you're like, this is the person I'm playing for 20 hours. Like, I am this person. Right. right. And then you get to a video game movie and it's nothing like how you were like imagining in your head, how you imagine that character. How, like the adventures you had with that character, or nothing. That's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. you also get the. It's hard to fit twenty hours of content mm-hmm. into a two-hour movie. That's fair. Yeah. So, well, then again, ultimately, I, you're getting you're getting a director or an artist's rendition of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, True. So, do you get mad at them for giving this portrayal of it? More disappointed. I think. I think it's one of those things. Like, I think you enjoy it more. Like, if you can make the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had to make the disconnect between Walking Dead and the graphic novels, where I'm like, it's not the source material. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a interpretation of the source material that's completely different. So, I think if you look at that way, like to the movie and the video game, like I think mm-hmm. you'd appreciate it better. But then again, most cool. most video game movies that have been made have been absolutely terrible. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that too. They've uh-huh. gotten better. As they have, and I and I think that it it's really hard. It must be really hard to make video game movies because a lot try to happen and then don't happen. Mm-hmm. Like the Bioshock movie that was supposed to be a thing, right? Like that. I didn't know about that. I, the, yeah, I think someone. I think I feel like J.J. Abrams. I think he could have done well with it. Picked yeah. it up and then dropped it again. Because mm-hmm. I, th- I think Bioshock is one of those that would make a really, really great film. Because it has so a, much story. It has so much story. and But like you said, 20 I think hours it, with yeah. the gameplay, it's, it's yeah. hard to condense. Um, I think it could happen. And I think it could happen for Portal as well. I think someone tried to pick up a Portal movie and didn't, and didn't make it happen. I think um, one of the things, like for a video game movie, if you want to make it work is don't try to tell the story of that video game. So you want them to venture away from the plot of the game. Exactly, like, Bioshock would work really well because you've got Rapture or you've got Columbia, 
and you can tell a different story. You can tell, like, their origin or something like that. Yeah, or you can tell just completely other different characters experiencing something during the fall of Rapture or the fall of Columbia. Mm-hmm. I think that Soma would have made a great movie were it not to be turned into a game. Uh, yeah. For those of you that don't know, what is Soma? Soma is, um, it's a very visceral survival horror game, story-based, and the like Bioshock-esque. Mm-hmm. And um, you are a person, human, that was kind of put into a robot body. So it's all about the human consciousness living inside of a robot and whether or not that makes you human, whether or not mm-hmm. that makes the feelings that you're feeling valid. And um, that's what it tries to scare you with. So over the course of the game, you're, of course, trying to complete a task and saving all of humanity by uploading their consciousness to an arc and then shooting that out into space so that they cannot live. Comment. Right, because the Earth got hit by a comet. No, you're in a, an underwater. It happens in the first like two minutes. Of the yeah. yeah, of the movie. Well, See, the first two like, minutes of the game, you're going to get a brain scan. But right, exactly. Yeah. But it, I think um, if that were not to be turned into a game, then a movie would have worked just fine as well, because it was a very story based one game. I think. Um, but then I look at a game like Firewatch, right, John? Yeah. So Firewatch was, a, I think, I played Firewatch for the story. Like, the gameplay wasn't, like, the most amazing. Um, it was definitely more but of an exploration. Yeah. You're right, it was for the story. And I don't think that story could have been told in movie form. No, um, because I think you need the interaction between you and your supervisor. Mm-hmm. D- I, D- Delilah. Delilah. Yeah, Delilah. Because you choose your dialogue, you choose how it goes, so you feel a connection. Um, do we care about spoilers? Um, spoilers. It's a newish game. We'll... Skip ahead like a minute if you don't want to hear spoilers. Okay. Watch. Okay. Um, so what happens is like you're there because your wife has dementia and she's degrading, and you kind of find solace in the relationship that you form with your supervisor Delilah, and you never meet her. It's over the now, radio. You always, it's just like you have a relationship with the radio in your hand, a walkie-talkie. And the, the end of the game is you end it in her fire tower. And one of the options is, can we meet up? Because you're getting evacuated because there's a fire. And one of the options is, can you meet up? I want to meet you. And I chose that one, and then she shoots you down. Mm. And I actually felt like I got rejected. Yeah. Like, I actually like emotionally felt it. it was, that was weird, because I was playing it in in a way that I I still loved my dementia wife mm-hmm. and so she kept trying to like love me and then I was shooting her down and it felt, I felt like really shitty for doing that mm-hmm. and see that's right? like I, I love uh, like Firewatch for that because you can get both those different stories on how you interpret the dialogue how you interpret your responses her responses and you can just come up with two different stories yeah and that's definitely a story that couldn't be told through movie form. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. End of spoilers. <laughs> I think when you think about it, like games do a really, really good job of telling a story or emu- uh, emulating a movie, but movies really don't do a good job of emulating games. I don't, well, I don't even think that... I, I actively try not to play video games that are based off of movies. 
Yeah. The only ones I've I ever liked. Really yeah. The only ones I ever really liked were. Um, well, I'm not saying like games based off movies. I'm saying games sometimes do better than movies at telling it's, a story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like look at Uncharted Four. Like it's just like movie, movie, movie. Oh yeah, there's some gameplay. But it's because but you it's have just so great. You have all these. You have more than two hours to grow with a character to mm-hmm. experience yeah. these sort of things, which to the movie's credit is really difficult because yeah. they only have. At most three hours to do it. Yeah, I mean, look at like the Batman versus Superman movie. They had a bunch of years to catch up Mm -hmm. on um, certain characters, and they all just sort of slammed it together and made the movie kind of lackluster, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um. So that brings me to. this question that I have for you, Max, because you were going to pose this to everyone, um, the effect on, that movie trailers have on a movie's release, what were you trying to get at by that? So, movie trailers throughout the years, especially recently, have completely changed. Um, before, movie trailers, I remember growing up, would just give you a clean, concise, like, this is what the movie is, and let's move on with it. Right. Nowadays, you have movie companies... Uh, saying this uh, trailer is going to be released at a certain date and people are going nuts over it, especially for like the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. You get a new release oh, yeah. date for the new Doctor Strange movie. I'm on there. I am looking forward to that. Before then, you didn't get much of that. You would just get the movie trailers when you went to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and a large portion of it has come to with the a- ease of access to... Uh, media, right. um, especially YouTube being as present as it is nowadays. What do you feel about having, like they've done in the past, is a trailer for the trailer? They've totally done See, that. And that's, Deadpool's done that. So that's yeah. one of the things, is that you, you, the evolution of trailers, you get trailers to trailers, you get um, just spoiler, not spoiler, um, teaser trailers, where there's no scenes there are for the movie. Trailers. And it's just dial like just uh, not dialogue, uh, or even sometimes just dialogue, mm-hmm. but then some words, and then the movie. Yeah. I, I what I really don't like um, lately is teaser trailers, mm-hmm. which are just trailers to trailers. They're tra- much, yeah, yeah, they're trailers yeah. to trailers, pretty much, and they're they're just bullshit ways of getting you to look at a, a movie and, and figure out the release date, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with figuring out the release date because I like going to like see the right. movie in the theater. But like, look at Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. They released that teaser trailer, and the, the teaser trailer is uh, you get a shot of like a castle, oh, and then you yeah, get a shot of a ballroom, and then you get a shot of a painting, and then you see a rose... And then it's so it's just symbolic imagery mm-hmm. being shot one right after another, and then it's title. And you're like, what did I just watch? Like I didn't actually watch anything decent. I just saw setting, 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 setting. Mm-hmm. So the purpose for me for a trailer is to get me excited for the movie. Right. A good trailer is going to have good imagery, great music, and it's going to tell me concisely the main point of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I want that. I don't want the main point, like the Star Wars Episode Seven trailer. Yeah, I had no idea what the movie was about. Literally no. Idea. I loved that. I loved yeah. that actually. I knew, and so 
maybe not the main point. It, that's a bad way of phrasing what I sort of mean. It's sort of the gist of the movie. What yeah. I say, getting excited about yes. the movie before and, the movie comes yes. out. Yes. And needless to say, that did get me excited about Beauty and the Beast because, oh my god, Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. <laughs> right. And Emma Watson, too. Because if you're listening to you, this, <laughs> Emma Watson, you if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> We're going to start this goof again. Oh, good. Um, but then another thing with trailers is like Terminator Genesis, where they're just like, hey, the look, movie. the gigantic spoiler, fuck off. No, if you want to talk about spoilers, look at the Amazing Spider-Man 2 trailers. Yeah. You yeah. could have literally watched We're all the trailers. the whole movie. Yes. It's, uh, That's been out long enough. What did it spoil? It gave you like, all the big everything. fight scenes. Mm. Um, it, I believe they counted it's a total of like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's all like major points in the okay. movie. Yeah. Like you get the Green Goblin being thrown in there. You get Ryan of being thrown in there, who doesn't even show up until the end of the movie. Yeah, he's in there for like a minute. Yes. Not even. And so... 30 seconds, yeah. That's Basically, when I have issues with trailers, is when I get big points like that spoiled. And like Batman vs. Superman, which at this point I feel has been out for a while. No one cares about Batman vs. You, <laughs> you get Doomsday <laughs> being they shown up there. That, yeah. that yeah. would have been fantastic to witness Wait. in theaters. If they had held oh, that, God. I would have just lost it. I'm yeah. like, oh my God. Doomsday's here. This is great. I think that's a like an art that they have not perfected yet is a good movie trailer. Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars Episode Seven did that great. There's a couple mm-hmm. other movies that like I can't think of right now that have done great like trailers just to get you excited that don't tell you the whole movie. Civil War, absolutely. Civil War. I feel like mm-hmm. had great trailers. It had just enough action thrown in from the movie, but it always cut off right before you got that like what you wanted. you It made you want to finish seeing that fight scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I think that trailers for dramas are a lot, are a lot better than trailers for action movies mm-hmm. or for really popular yeah. family movies or, or whatnot. Um, and I, and I think that needs to be drawn from a little bit more. Basically what I'm saying is, where's my Incredibles 2 teaser trailer? <laughs> this um, is the whole conversation That's what this is about. This. I need the Incredibles 2 teaser trailer. What would you think of, like, if they re- if they cut a trailer that, like, you thought told the plot of the movie, but didn't? I kind of got that from Ex Machina. Did you ever watch that movie? Yes. I did. It's very good. Love Ex Machina. It is great. And Ex Machina kind of made you think... It made you think a lot of things, and then the actual movie itself made you think a lot more things. And mm-hmm. um, I really like going into a movie having seen the t- the trailer sometimes multiple times, and still not knowing a damn thing about the movie. I love that. Mm-hmm. I wish more could do it. I, yeah. yeah, I lasted halfway through Ex Machina before I realized that was fucking Poe Dameron on the screen. Oh, <laughs> an apocalypse. <laughs> Blew my mind. Yes. And uh, I think what's really hard is how you get someone excited about a movie without spoiling anything, without telling you exactly what the movie is about. It's a, it's a difficult art, I can mm-hmm. imagine. Absolutely. Yes. So you uh, mentioned Batman vs. Superman a couple of times. Yes. And so, um, as we know, there's a new Batman solo movie coming out being directed by Ben Affleck, by ben Affleck um, and starring. So... I've been going through my mind of what stories I'd like to see brought to the stage mm. with the Dark Knight. See, that's... I know Edward is a big Batman fan as well. Oh, yeah. I, I personally want to see a Red Hood story. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. Oh, I want to 
see Jason yes. Todd on the screen. I want that. You care to explain to people who don't know? So, I don't want to go too spoilery, but basically Jason Todd is an ex-Robin who comes back and takes the mantle of uh, Red Hood. Who just murders everybody. Yes. He go bang bang. I just want, um... <laughs> I want a Batman villain that, like, I can love to hate, just like I love to hate Joker and, yes. and Bane. And, um, I think if you did Riddler right, I would he would absolutely... Also... He's my favorite. He's my favorite yeah. Batman villain. Do you think he can carry a movie, though? Yes, if you did Riddler right. Because Riddler could, could carry be fucked right. up. I think my favorite Riddler was um, Batman, like, Arkham Asylum, Arkham mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. You mean Riddler? you didn't like Jim Carrey's <laughs> Riddler? I mean, I did <laughs> when I was five. <laughs> okay, so, fair. right. But um, um, uh, have you watched Gotham at all? I watched the first three episodes and was so so disappointed. I, I, so if you make me. it, if you make it to season two, I was the same way for a long time. Well, and season then, one was absolute complete bullshit. I was the same way. Sorry, it was. A friend, I think it, a friend from work kept advocating it, and I pushed through it. Once we get to season two, oh my gosh. I But, see, I was so upset by, like... You get a fantastic Literally, the, all of season one was just, oh, look, here is, like, a young version of this person. Here's, like, a green little girl that has red hair, and she's like, I like plants! And you're like, hmm, I wonder who that could be! See, that's the only thing. I don't like people telling me, like... Make it to season two, make it to season three, then it'll get good. That's like days of content that I've got to get. Bullshit, in. yeah. Like, I'm. I, like, I don't know. Going back I to, like, know. not being able to binge, like, play games, like, I can't right. binge watch things anymore. I know. People are like, hey, Edward, you should get into Supernatural. I was like, get into Supernatural? You, you can understand? watch the first six seasons of that and be good. Five. Five, five. seasons. I'm sorry, five there, seasons. There are nine seasons. There's eleven. Yeah, 11. <laughs> 11 seasons, each with like 24 to 26 mm-hmm. episodes, and each episode 44 minutes long. It's not bad, you should get into Stargate. <laughs> <laughs> That's only 10 seasons. Yeah. And then there's a Well, 17 if you hold the whole, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> No, you know what I want to watch? I want to watch Legend of Korra because that's Yeah, I need, I need to that's watch That's a great one. Topic for another day. Yes. But going back, if you so with Gotham, when you get to season two, they have a fantastic portrayal of Riddler. He does a fantastic job really? portraying the Riddler, and that's something I'd like to see transitioned into the movies. So if you could do either Red Hood or Riddler into the new movies, um, that'd be great. Um, from what I've heard, it seems that Ben Affleck's doing a original story, but definitely picking parts off from other comics. Yes. Now, see, I like that. I yes. like that. Because, I, like, if they try to portray something, and they get it wrong... Because you're going to get... And you're gonna, it's going to get a bunch of comic nerds that are going, this wasn't original. Yeah, story. and it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of, like, just stain, like, the original, like, the source material. Be like, well, this is really shitty. Movie. And the guy's... I mean, to his credit, he's an Oscar-winning... Mm-hmm. Um, I really... Director I, I, got, I gotta say, like, I really like... Ben Affleck's directing exactly. Like, I mean, Argo was, was spectacular, incredible. Yes, the town was amazing as well. Mm-hmm. He he's definitely capable. Made, he's capable. He's made great progress. I have faith with him, and he was a great Batman, in my opinion. In the new, well, the only Batman way to go Superman. with the DC Cinematic Universe is up. So, yes. right, that's fair. 
to fit their whole motif, I mean, they're obviously going dark and stuff. I feel like the Red Hood would fit in perfectly in that universe. And I hear things, like, I've heard things from the set of the Justice League movie where it's not that dark. Where Flash is just cracking jokes left and right. Well, so they got rid of Schneider, Mm -hmm. and they put in Jeff Johns to head the whole, like, um, DC Cinematic. Get rid of Zack Snyder, that was fucking terrible. At least give him a babysitter, at least. I think I think Batman vs Superman would have made a good movie if it were four hours long. But so they released. No. Let me let, allow Batman me versus... to elaborate on how I think that Batman vs Superman would be a better movie. I want it to be Seven Samurai: The Second Coming. <laughs> I want it to be four hours long. Here's why. So there were so you all did you see the movie? Yes. I haven't yet. I've read the Wikipedia article. Okay, great. I've uh, seen the I, I, I have watched it. So. Um, do you remember that scene in the very middle of the movie where Batman has a vision and he's like in a desert and he's like yes. staring and up? And then you get the, uh, the nightmare yeah. with a cake. Right. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll throw things at you, John. Right. Uh, no, but so, yeah. wasn't that weird? That was a really weird, just like little unnecessary blip so obviously that was setting up for justice league with dark side right and the omega symbol uh but uh they just released the uh, ultimate edition of uh batman versus superman which is three hours long oh, really? and it has a bunch of scenes in there they're fleshed out so and that's and that's what that's what i think made the theatrical version really terrible was the fact and that that's exactly what everybody else every critics everybody that's saying if they had released this, it would have done so much better. Right, and it's like they, it's like they wrote a bunch of really great content, then they filmed it all, and they were trying to put it together in a movie, and they were like, "This is, all these scenes are like way too long. We have a lot of character development, so let's just shit all that out, make this movie two hours long, and make all the actiony stuff happen." And it sucked. It really sucked. To their credit, the action scenes were great. Action scenes were great, but, like, by themselves. And yeah. as a whole, the movie made absolutely no sense. And I think, it, as for editing, it didn't make any sense at all. It was edited very terribly. Um, so were they to add more time? Were they to allow you to, like, gather more information about that movie? Mm-hmm. You would have had a more enjoyable experience. But Batman vs. Superman sucked. And that's what we want to hear from you guys over the next week. Please contact us at, at OverworldFM. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you could we could fix that movie. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on SoundCloud. Our, the links are... We're going to be posting them on Twitter every time we um, post an episode. And you can follow us at Twitter, at, at OverworldFM, or you can find me at Edward Reardon V, I think. You can find me at, at Arcosaurus. You can find me at, uh, at Von Circle Square. Which you have not tweeted a thing. Nope. No way. I have not. You also, can, still have no idea how to use it. And Max? You can find me at Max underscore 859. Also, just know that John just followed me on Twitter like a day ago. These guys are a little <laughs> slow on their Twitter game. <laughs> so I I have, I'm following like, a, like 75 people before I just found you. So how yeah, how is Twitter going by the way? I'm just gonna, I just want to end on that. Like how are you doing on Twitter? Okay, surprisingly like 
when I check Facebook, I check both of them now. Oh, really? Because there's a lot of people that I follow who create content who work in, like, games media. Yeah. Especially during E3, which was, uh, like, this past... Yeah, there's a lot of Like, two that. weeks. Um, that were doing, like, up-to-the-minute updates about things going on at E3. And that was really fascinating to me. And I actually get to, like, hear what's going on in their heads, like, throughout the day. Yeah. It's like, oh, penises. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. So the only time that I check my Twitter is when I accidentally try to click my calculator because it was it got moved into that spot. Oh, totally. So that's the only time I check it. Just add notifications onto your phone, and then you're gonna be forced to check it. It already has like the little bird at the top. Like, yeah, that's hey, the bird. I'm a bird. Max. <laughs> uh, I could check my Twitter a little more often. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'll try to use my Am calculator I really more. Checking it the most, or probably. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I feel like I may tweet the most. Yeah. But that's not saying much. I know. I, most of most of my Twitter activity has been for, like, the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've, I've found that I can use my um, my Twitter for political activism because all of my <laughs> senators have Twitters. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I can tweet them when I'm mad about the Florida shooting. So if anybody wants to Let's not get what, political. Let's not get political. We're not going down that. But please... Uh, one last thing. Let us know if you liked this episode more or last episode more. We had it was more segmented. Your guys' segments. Your guys' feedback means a lot to us, yeah, and it, it keeps us going. Feedback and questions are good. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. See Bye. you next week. Bye. Sweet. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs>